Baptisms are such fun events, aren't they? We have young children usually making all sorts of noise and really enjoying themselves totally at home in their surroundings. Unlike most of the rest of us grown-ups in church, they seem to be able to relax and enjoy themselves. I'm going to read to you a poem by the Orcadian poet George Mackay Brown. It's called A New Child, and it was a poem he wrote in 1993, actually, for the occasion of a baptism of a young child. Wait a while, small voyager, on the shore, with sea pinks and shells. The boat will take a few summers to build that you must make your journey in. You will learn the names. That golden light is sun, moon, a silver light that grows and dwindles. And the beautiful small splinters that wet the stones, rain. There is a voyage to make, a chart to be read, but not yet, not yet. Daisies spill from your fingers. The night daisies are stars. The keel is laid. The strakes will be set in time. A tree is growing that will be a tall mast. All about you, meantime, the music of humanity, the dance of creation, scored on the chart of the voyage. The stories, legends, poems will be woven to make your sail. You may hear the beautiful tale of Magnus, who took salt on his lip. Your good angel will be with you on that shore. Soon, the voyage of Emily to turn an og and beyond. Star of the sea, shine on her voyage. Star of the sea is, of course, a name given to Christ. Journeys. We make lots of journeys in life, don't we? Shortly after this service, I'm hoping that we will be going on a journey down to St. David's. To make a journey, of course, you need three things. For any journey to make sense, three things. You need a destination, you need a route, and you need a means of getting there. For us, our destination will be St. David's, the route will be down the M6 to Chester, then west across Wales to Aberystwyth, and then down the south coast, down the coast road, heading south towards St. David's. How will we do it? Well, we'll do it in our car. It'll probably take us six to seven hours, I expect. Six to seven hours. What will we do with that time? What is that time of the journey? It has something to do, doesn't it, with what we see in journeys. 
I mean, for us, and I suspect for many people, the point of a journey is to reach your destination, usually as fast as possible. So we choose the quickest route, make sure there are as few delays as possible, and we try and get there. And I guess, probably, if we could do it in shorter time, we would. I mean, if it was just a half-hour drive, that would be even better, wouldn't it? Because that six hours, well, it's kind of a bit of a waste of time, isn't it? Or is it? If the journey becomes important, then the time spent taking that journey starts to take on significance, doesn't it? We call those kinds of journeys where the actual journey itself is something of significance more of a pilgrimage. Of course, there is a destination, but the actual journey itself is part of the purpose of traveling. If you've ever heard of or been and done uh, one of the great pilgrimages across the north of Spain, the Camino de Compostela de Santiago, it's a journey that runs across from the Pyrenees all the way across northern Spain to the west coast, to Santiago, which is Spanish for St. James. And the Compostela de Santiago, the field of stars of St. James, that's where St. James allegedly landed, the apostle, uh, Jesus' apostle, landed on the shores of Spain. But that, comp that camina, the, the, the way, the, the actual journey, is hundreds of miles long. And the way to do it is to walk it. And as you walk that journey, you will meet at various places along the way houses with a shell imprinted on the wall. Just like the shell that I will be using to baptize Emily. And that shell is a symbol for those who are making this journey that they are welcome to stay there as part of their journey. Because on the journey, each step you take on your way to Santiago is actually a way of stepping through life. The encounters that you make are part of it. The people that you meet, that you walk with, the ones who host you on your journey. And the way that you use your time as you walk, praying, watching, Meeting, being kind, overcoming obstacles, getting tired and worn out, facing the weather and all sorts of difficulties to overcome. A pilgrimage, a way of growing in life. We're all on this pilgrimage. Even if we never leave the village in which we have been born, we are on a pilgrimage, because we are constantly walking through the garden of time. And each step we take means that we are different people. And for Emily, in a few moments when we baptize her, she will be, as it were, entering this garden. She will be starting her journey towards a destination, but the journey itself is all that there is. 
I said there are three things that are needed. A destination, a route, and a means of travel. For Emily, what will those be? Well, they will be Christ himself. Because Jesus calls himself the way, the truth, and the life. And the way, the truth, and the life is the destination, the route, and the means of travel. He is the truth. And we are journeying towards him. He is our destination. Well, what then is the way? Following in his footsteps. Looking at the way that he lived his life and following that path of integrity, kindness, prayer, uprightness, dependence on God. And what is the means that we travel? Well, he is the life in which we live, through which we move, through the gift of his Holy Spirit. That's why the stole that I'm wearing today is red. It's a symbol of the fire, the life of the Holy Spirit. And when we baptize Emily in a few moments, our prayer will be that the Holy Spirit will come upon her and bring her Christ's life so that Christ will be to her the way, the truth, and the life. And that, for you as parents and as godparents, and for us as church, is our role to help her and pray for her as she undertakes that journey. Amen.